Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And we are in, and we're very happy to welcome you to Second Half Now. This is indeed a radio show for boomers and beyonders, and you probably know who you are. If you are over 50, you fit into that group. We call that the 50-yard line because um, we're halfway through a 100-year life, and here we are trying to uh, determine the best ways for us to live a life of purpose and passion, a life that matters, a life that counts, a life that makes the right kinds of contributions to the world around us, and that's what we're all about. And uh, those are the things that we discuss in this show, second half now, in this 50-plus generation. And today's topic, with our special guest in studio and everything, is centered around this title, Being Organized, What's the Big Deal? So you probably had some thoughts right away. Is it a big deal, or where are you in that uh in that process in terms of being organized. Our goal in this show is to empower the boomers and beyonders to live out their unique purpose and passion in order to make their world a better place. I just read that right off the goal statement here. And this is everything we do on this show is designed to do exactly that. So hi, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our lovely and talented co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. Good to see you again, Denise. Hi, Dan. You know, I uh, have often asked you for the good word for the day, and uh, we had a little chit-chat beforehand, and I'm going to ask you for the word, which isn't necessarily a good word, but it'll sure get us into the topic for today. So what is the word for today? Well, the word for today, Dan, it isn't a good word, because it's chaos, and chaos, as far as I know, is never good. Yeah. In fact, the good Lord, right from the very start in Genesis 1, one one took very precise steps. He brooded at, over the chaos of the earth, and he immediately started putting to work what would be a good word for us today, and that is he started putting things into order. Yeah, and that is so representative of the rest of all of his work throughout history, even to today. So... Um, and he has an angel that uh, helps people get their world in order. We're going to introduce <laughs> Beth pretty soon. So I want to ask of our listeners, are you an organized person? You probably know some who are and some who aren't. And we can even chuckle about some who are very organized. And we can chuckle about some who are very unorganized. Well, how about you? Where are you on the organization scale? Is it funny? Is it important? If you'd like to be more organized than you are, what are your reasons? What's your why for wanting to be more organized? And what would happen if you were able to bring more organization into your life? I'm thinking maybe some good things. Need a little help? The other show is going to give you a place to start. Again, the title is Being Organized, What's the Big Deal? So Denise and I are happy to introduce our special studio in-studio guest today, Beth Giles, and her service or ministry or business is called Northwest Organizing Solutions. So, Beth, thank you for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. We have a lot to talk about. 
because I think maybe Denise, maybe say a little bit more mm-hmm. about the natural tendency in terms of order and chaos and the, the continuum. Well, absolutely, Dan. You know, Genesis 1-1 does say, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness covered the surface of the watery depths, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And you know, other translations give a different sense to that hovering. They use the word brooding. And other translations also use the word chaos to describe uh, the shape of things before our brooding God said, we got to do something about this. We need to bring order to this chaos. And the interesting thing is, is that matches up with what our scientists tell us about, what did you say, was the second law of thermodynamics? I don't know. It's not my arena. But what I do know is that what they say is all earthly, orderly structures left to their own devices will disintegrate and become disordered and chaotic. And in a layman's term, I think they would say everything has a natural tendency to go downhill or to wind down. Even if there is is order at some point, the natural tendency is to become disordered and and descend into chaos. Look at us. We're we're, we're 50-plus generation, right? We're the boomers and beyonders. And now that we have walked into this age category, we can totally speak to the fact that our own bodies tell us the truth about how we wind <laughs> down despite yeah. all our best efforts. Yeah, right? Th- that will be a, a good indicator for every listener. Just uh, look at your current health status compared to when you were 25 and uh, things are winding down. Right. And uh, But they don't have to be descending into chaos. I'm reminded of, I think, a cartoon character that, that said, um, I've, I've heard that... Um, uh, cleanliness is next to godliness. Well, I think it's next to impossible. <laughs> and so that might be the same thing about, about order. So um, Absolutely. Yeah, well, let's, let's uh, get acquainted with our guest, Beth Giles. Today. Let's do that. You know, Beth, I'm, uh, it was really fun getting to know you uh, in the process of getting ready for this show today. And one of the things that was really interesting is to know that, hey, there are folks out there. It's, it's not just, do I, am I an organized person? But there are strategies and tools and actually training that is available to become very good in this arena of organizing, regardless of where you start. So would you start with you, your own self, your background, your training? How did you get into this arena? Sure. Well, I am a professional organizer, and I trained with the Institute of Professional Organizers. There are several organizations around that you can train with, but I am a member of the National Association of professional organizers, and I'm also a senior move manager, which means once we have things organized, if they're ready to move, I help them with that transition as well. Um, I have a, I'm a golden circle member, which means I've reached that distinguished level as a professional organizer. And it's just a joy for me to come and walk beside someone who's struggling with organization and to walk with them towards placing that order in their home, in their lives, in their relationships, um, so they can live uh, an enjoyable life, a a little more peace in their life than they have when that chaos reigns. So right in there, we're hearing one answer to our question, why does it matter, or does it, what's the big deal? And that is, I'm hearing you say, order brings peace. It does. 
stress, if you can't find what you're looking for, if your environment is in chaos, it's stressful. Um, They've actually done an experiment. They took people into a room and it was tidy and in order and they took their blood pressure. They removed the people from the room, cluttered it, turned the room into chaos, brought them back in and their blood pressure elevated. Wow, that's fascinating. So if our homes are doing that to us, that's not healthy. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that innately we know. I mean, don't you experience that, Dan, when you walk into a place and it's all orderly? Don't you relax inside? Well, as as a matter of fact, as a pastor, um, when I was serving in congregations, I would do a lot of home visitation, Mm -hmm. and particularly with the elderly and the seniors and so forth, not just shut-ins, but, you know, those who needed a pastoral visit. And they hold the scale, the continuum from total mess— like hoarders kind of a mess, up to every every little teacup is dusted and exactly in the right place and all the little trinkets on the shelf and everything. And there is a sense of a sense of peace, a sense mm-hmm. of calm when things are neat and orderly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. relate to that, mm-hmm. even in my own home. But you know, you yeah. bring something in that in the in that spectrum that you just described yeah. from the exceedingly messy to the exceedingly tidy. Right. I think you bring up an issue that, Beth, you also can speak to, and that mm-hmm. is we all have our own style of order or mm-hmm. lack thereof. Is that not true? That's very true. You know, God created us all differently. We have different skills, different abilities, different gifts in our lives, and we see things differently, and we'll see our homes differently. What we value are different from the person next to us. And so someone's home may have to be, or take an example of pencils. They may have to be exactly lined up, all the points sharpened in one area, or they could just be, as long as I can find a pencil on my desk, I'm okay. Um, There's a whole range of whether the spines on the books have to go one way or just having the books near the bookcase is close enough. (laughs) Near the bookcase. (laughs) Near the bookcase. That's enough. Okay. So... Again, it's everyone, every person is different. So organizing does not mean magazine perfect. Mm. It means it works for your life, who you mm. are, and you can find when you, what you need when you need it. I think that is a statement that could get calligraphied and then framed and put on a lot of mom's walls. Will you say that again? It doesn't, something about magazine perfect? (laughs) Organizing doesn't mean it's magazine perfect. Picture that you see on the front of magazines, that's not what your home has to be. Your home is your home. It has to work for you, work for your family. And many of our homes aren't doing that. Right. It doesn't mean it has to be perfect. So you spend most of your days in homes. Yes. That's where organization is taking place, or in an office. Or in an office. Yeah. I do home offices and small businesses as well. So when you walk in, into homes, you probably see the whole continuum too. What kinds of things do you see out there without mentioning any names, but what kinds of chaos or what kinds of, uh, I mean, they wouldn't call you if everything was neat and orderly already, I wouldn't imagine. So what kinds of things that our listeners might even be able to relate to? And they say, oh, she's been in my house. (laughs) Well, I go into everything from a studio apartment to a mansion. Some of the places I go, whether big or small, I walk in, I think, oh, what am I supposed to do in here? Everything looks great. Okay. But there's that spot that's nagging on the person, you know, Mm -hmm. like their files or their attic or they just have too much 
things from their kids that they want to let go of or get mm. to their kids. And so I help them with that process. So sometimes it's not very visible what I'm going to help with until they share their feelings, what's causing them that stress. Um, other times you kind of wonder where you're going to start yeah. because it's all around you. Yes. Um, and usually, again, there's a spot that's bothering them. They haven't sat down to have dinner because their dining room table's full. They haven't sat down for four or five months to actually eat dinner together. And that is a value of theirs, is to mm-hmm. have family time around the table. That's where we're going to attack first. Forget mm-hmm. the laundry room. We're going to go for that dining room table. Yeah. Mm. How about so, the garage? Oh, those are big ones. Oh, okay. Those are fun. <laughs> you know what I'm seeing here is the garage. It might be the garage might be the important one if that is causing chaos in the relationships. Yes. So the dinner table, mm-hmm. our family relationships can't happen right now the way we would like them mm-hmm. to, right? Because there's too much messiness on the table. The garage. Hmm, I can see some of the conflicts that might arise there between husbands and wives. I don't know about you. Yes, that, I mean, I'm like often a, called in for um, to help couples work in an area. Right. Um, I will not work with someone who does not want it to happen. They have to be on board. Sure. Um, it has to be a team effort. They have to be involved. It's their things. I need to know what they value, what's important to them not what's important to their spouse. But it's great to have a third party in there because they will say different things to me than they will say to their spouse and will react differently to me. So typically the wife would say, you know, this is my sewing room or my craft room, so I'll let Beth help me organize it the way that works for me. And the husband might say, well, the garage, that's my area, (laughs) or the... uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, man cave. Yes, no, that's, man. that's my area. Yeah, so I'll I'll uh, get the kind of organization that works for me. So we we started. Denise, thank you for that. T- talking about um, God's imposing of order on this chaos, and I kind of have a picture on a smaller scale. That's what Beth does. What about the spiritual aspects of being organized? We talk about those a little bit, but help us understand a little bit more. Well, you know, everything we have whether it be in our homes or in our lives, are gifts from God. Mm-hmm. They're not really ours. They are on loan to us. My sister always says that about her children. God just loaned me these kids, and right. I need to take the best care of them that I can. Well, you know what? Everything in our home is a gift from God, too, and we need to take the best care of it. And if things are piled so high that they're falling down or you can't use them, well... Those are resources he's given to you, and he wants you to take proper care of them as well as use them. So that's what my goal is, to help them do that. I was tuning into your um, comment about the dinner table, and if that is a value for them. you know, So they sit together as a family, and uh, the question come, well, how did things go in school today, or how did things go at work, or what did you learn? And you can't have that you know, unless you have the right kind of setting for that. Right. And uh, years and years ago, when my dad was... Um, uh, a piano tuner, and he, so he was in homes all the time, well, except for churches and other places where he tuned piano. And he noticed a trend in the 80s where dinner wasn't at the family, there wasn't even the table anymore. So what about that? Because I know you've said that sometimes our chaos can get in the way of our relationships. And uh, can you say some more about that besides the, the family dinner table, which I think is important, but what else? How else is that manifested? Well, I think our things require uh, attention 
They mm-hmm. require time. They require money. We have to maintain everything we have has some responsibility with it. That takes our time, our energy away from the relationships. If you have something you have to polish on a regular basis, you're not going to be spending as much time with your kids or with your husband. If you have, um, you know, a huge yard and there's nothing wrong with that, but if you spend all your free time working in your yard, what about time with your family? What about time with the family? Let's hear some more about that right after the break. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Life changes have happened and it's time to sell your house. That can be a difficult process when you've lived there for decades, especially under tragic circumstances like losing a spouse. 24-7 Properties takes the time to go over the details of your unique situation and understand your needs. We do what we can to maximize the value of your home. Learn online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 247 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, Hey, We just want to say how much we appreciate our sponsors and our partners. And uh, every show we take uh, a moment to mention all of them because they are so important and so valuable to us. And here's the list. We just heard uh, a couple, uh, actually three of our sponsors, and we'll say them again. Dignity Memorial. Golden Placement Services. 24-7 Properties. Dan the Mortgage Man, First Priority Financial. And uh, Dream Trips. 180 Cash Flow Strategies. Northwest Web Creation Company. And Legal Shield and ID Shield. Yeah, and then we have our great partners that we really appreciate. Warner Pacific College. Multnomah University. This radio station, KKPZ, is one of our partners. Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest. And Serving Our Neighbors. 
And that list is growing. And if you know someone or you yourself have a business or represent uh, a ministry or a partner or a sponsor uh, that you'd like to check on that, go to our website and fill out a contact form and uh, we'll give you the information. Before the break, we were talking about the importance of um, neatness or order or an, an organization as it affects relationships. And during the commercials, we were talking here in the studio about some tension that can happen between various residents in the same home, hmm. each having a different level of need for organization. And I'm familiar from some time ago with the terms uh, neatnik and messy uh, as a person. And um, it's just because, you know, someone says, well, you know, I just don't need to have everything all decent and in order. And others, you know, that's the way they have to have it. So uh, can you talk a little bit about that and also about the time that is kind of taken if we are living in a disorganizing, chaotic time with family and, and relationships and, and even our relationship with God that is affected by disorder and by chaos. So the first thing you addressed was the relationships. Yeah. Um, things can get in the way of our relationships with others. We have different views of things. We started off talking about every, everybody's different. And it's sad to see relationships hurt because of our possessions. They are only possessions. And relationships are so much more important. Um, it involves compromise, but it also involves realizing who the other person is and why they're like that. Um, we're trained to try to find a blend between the two to find how we can make it work, whether it's a separate area for each, whether it's combining their styles, finding how we can make it work for them and take the stress out of that relationship. Because over time, that takes its toll. Um, and I think just even having chaos, even if you're on the same page, you both want it at a certain level, and it's not at that level, that stress, like we talked about, the blood pressure goes up, you're not relating well with each other because of that stress in your life, the chaos that's there. And um, I think it takes time away from our time with God. We, our, our priorities are not the right place. Our priorities are on taking care of things, polishing the boat, you know, hanging the drapes, whatever it is. Um, we lose out in many areas, whether it's relationships with family or relationships with God. It cuts into that. Where are our priorities? I think it happens uh, very first thing in the day. Uh, and I, I was going to say men in particular, but maybe that's not. Maybe it's uh, somewhat equal. And that is maintaining uh, the stuff that we have. And uh, so I know men tend to like toys and tools and stuff, and they spend a lot of time maintaining those things. And I can imagine a guy waking up Saturday morning and say, gosh, I know I really ought to spend some time in the scriptures or in devotions or prayer life or whatever else. But, you know, look at all that stuff out in the garage. I got to go take care of that. Mm -hmm. I got to polish it or organize it or do something with it. And um, so those are the kinds of things you're talking about, the stress and the, the distractions of the stuff mm -hmm. so that we don't have time for the things that are really most important. You know, what it makes me think about is, is all the moms out there with little ones, and mine in particular, the thing they love to do, they considered it their job daily to take the books off the bookshelf, you know, to unroll the TP in the bathroom. These yeah. are, in their minds, this is productive work. And so I, I'm thinking through all of the different ways in which what you're saying applies to that. If I'm going to be frustrated with my toddlers, 
because my need for tidy mm. runs roughshod, goes yeah. right against yeah. their need to unroll the toilet paper. What does that make our day like yeah. together, hanging out in the same place at the same time? So we're winding down on this uh, on-air portion that you're hearing on Monday night, uh, but we want to make sure that you go to our website to hear the other part, uh, part two, because we're going to talk about what are the benefits of being organized, and we dipped into that uh, subject a little bit, but also um, why is it so hard for some people to be organized? And Beth's going to give us some wisdom on that. And where do I start if I'm moving or downsizing or just want to get organized? Where do I start? And then some practical tips. And so if you have a tendency not to be organized or if that hasn't been a high priority, but you see, you realize maybe that you're paying a price for that, uh, you sure want to go to uh, the podcast on our website and hear part two. But um, so, Beth, let's uh, finish this segment with the uh, benefits of being organized. We talked a little bit about let's make sure we're real strong on that because someone says, well, if it's a mess, that's okay. Or, you know, my wife will just have to, uh, you know, deal with it or whatever. So what are the, the benefits? Because, I mean, you're, you're trained and you're certified and you're golden seal and all that <laughs> stuff. You are a professional organizer. What do you see with the people that you, uh, that you help take care of? Um, I think, first of all, it saves time. Once you're organized, you can find what you want in a shorter amount of time. You don't have to waste time looking for it. It saves stress. We've already talked about that. Stress, I think, is one of the biggest things I find in my clients. It saves money. If you can't find something, you're likely to go buy a second one. Mm. And there's no need for a second one when you already have one. Um, it makes you available to be hospitable, to have people over. If you're comfortable in your home, you know others will be as well. And I think it helps you uh, zero in on what's important. If you're a grandma and you can't have your kids over, do something about your home so they can come over if they're important to you. Excellent. And we're going to have more on those on part two. We're talking about being organized. What's the big deal? And we have in studio today Beth Giles and Northwest Organizing Solutions. We've got some other great shows coming up, talking about marriage, talking about financial matters, talking about we have one coming in on Marketplace uh, Chaplains, and uh, it just goes on. It's all right here on the radio, 5.30 p.m. Uh, at on KKPZ, but then also at our website. So we want to encourage you to tune in every Monday. Don't miss it, 5.30 to 6 p.m. KKPZ. But certainly go to our website. You can see all of our shows, part two of this one, plus all of the ones that we've done. Just go into the archive section and you can listen to your heart's content there. And you can always go and fill out a contact form. We are looking for uh, feedback, some ideas, some suggestions, maybe requests for topics or guests or whatever. So uh, being organized, what's the big deal? I want to thank you for listening today. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Yeah, that's us, the 50-plus crowd. Let's continue our conversation with Beth Giles, Northwest Organizing Solutions, on Part 2 on our website, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Christian and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. 
Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And we're now doing part two of our show, which is called Being Organized, What's the Big Deal? Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And this portion comes to you only on the website. It's only available digitally if you have a device of some kind and an internet connection. That's the only way to get this part because the first part is on air. This part is on online here. So, And uh, if you've gotten to this part, you also see all of our other shows on there. So listen to your heart's content. You can have a uh, second half now marathon and hear all kinds of great topics and great guests. I want to say... Denise, that I think we're batting a thousand for having really good guests and really good content, don't you think? I absolutely do. And each each show we do, we get done and we're like, wow, that what a great guest. What great information they brought today. Oh, man. And, and sometimes it... Uh, um, it wasn't exactly what we were anticipating or expecting. I mean, we kind of organized... Even, we have a, an organization... What's it called? A professional organizer here, and we organize our shows... Um, but don't, things don't always go the way that we had planned, but always, uh, I think without exception, we've been very pleased with, uh, the content that comes and with our guests and the topics and everything else. And we're going to proceed, uh, with this one. And we have with us in studio today, Beth Giles with Northwest Organizing Solutions. And, uh, we finished part one and now we're moving into part two where there's all kinds of really, really uh, important stuff, including why is it so hard for some people to be organized? Where do I start if I'm feeling stuck or overwhelmed? Or what do I do if I know I want to do a little bit better job? Where do I start? And also a lot of practical tips that uh, really help us even in our given situation in our home or in our garage or in our office or wherever that might be. So we're going to get right back into the subject. And so Beth Giles with Northwest Organizing Solutions. Thank you again, and welcome to uh, Second Half Now. Well, thank you for having me. All right. Beth, thanks for um, the great information that you provided our listeners on the on-air portion of our program today. You know, and right at the end, what we were talking about were the benefits of being organized, and you made such great po great points that... Having an ordered, organized life saves us time, it saves stress, saves money, and it makes our homes a comfortable place so that we can have people over when, whenever. So those are all fantastic reasons for being organized. So why is, it, why is it such a big deal? Why is it so hard? Why do we need to rely on professional organizers in order to get our lives in shape? Well, if you look at the stores these days, there are so many organizing tools out there, and people think just going out and buying the organizing tools will make them organized. But, you know, one size does not fit all. We took, talked about that um, earlier, that every person is different, and... When I enter a home, I have to get to know that client, how they use their home, what things they have, what size those things are, 
how often they use them, where they use them, because each person's different. And your home, I would probably organize very different from your neighbor's home or your sister's home or your mother's home. Each home is different mm. and you have to know the per- people in it to make it designed specifically for them. If you like to have all your um, mail in a specific spot, then maybe we'll organize to keep it there. But sometimes that may just be out of habit you've put it there and you'd rather have it closer to where you process the mail. So maybe we'll organize it towards that goal. Change the habit a little bit, but still make it easy for you. So we'll look at whether we need to organize for the habit the way you do things now or whether you want to change up a little bit and we'll design it to go for that because in the long run, that would be easier. Wait a second. I'm going to have to take this in for a minute because what you're saying is that there's some flexibility here. I think that that is really actually a novel idea, Beth, that many of us miss. I think we probably have an idea that there's a standard that we should be mm-hmm. trying right. to achieve, and we either do well in that or not so well. But what I'm hearing you say is that there's lots of different standards. There are. So when I'm in homes, I don't put my standard on that home. That's what I do in my home. But in your home, I want to find out what your standard is. Or, Dr. Dan, when I'm in your home, I want to find out what your standard is and organize to meet your needs and what you hope to have. You may want um, it designed a certain way. You may want your home to look one way, whereas someone else would be happy with it at a different level. As an organizer, we're trained to say, if this is your goal and we've reached it, that's fine. Could I take it several steps further to be organized? Probably. But that's not what I'm there for. I'm there to make it fit you. And you've also said that we organize to our habits. So if we're going to impose some order on any bit of chaos that we might, or disorganization or disorder, do we need to change our habits? Or is that just a given? That's just the way that I am? Or uh, talk to us about that. So... You can go either direction on that because you can organize to fit your habits. But sometimes we'll take a step back and say, is that a right habit to have? Is that the habit I want to have? Right. Is that one that's enabling me to live a stress-free life? And maybe it's not. Maybe you're keeping all your books in a different room from your reading chair. We're going to take those books into the reading room. It's a different, it's a change of what you've done. Mm -hmm. But it enables you to sit in that chair now and have the books at your fingertips. That's a good example. Because it's value-free. There really isn't a standard of where the books should be. Right. And if they're near the bookshelf in my reading (laughs) area, then that's good, right? That's right. We want to make it the easiest. We want the flow to work for you to be able to create um, an easy, manageable home. Yeah. I like that. So, uh, you know, thinking about just any listener that's, that's thinking about this, well... They might think of where they need some help or where they're not as organized as they would like to be. They don't have to give in to their habits. They could actually say, you know what, I want the result to be like this. So I might have to look at my habits and change those a little bit so that I can get the reinforcement of that good result that I that I want to end up with. 
Yes, that's very okay. true. Remember, you're not changing others' habits. Yeah. You're choosing to change your own. So if your husband loves to put the keys down in a specific spot, you can suggest he change his habit, but maybe you'd rather organize to meet that habit rather than to try to okay. change you know, or your kids kicking off their shoes when they walk in the door. Maybe you put a basket there for those or a shelf or something rather than recreating that and causing a stress. Mm. There are certain times you make choices. You pick your battle. Well, and I also hear what you're saying is you're, wow, the kids are taking the shoes off when they come into the house. That's a, that's a good behavior. Let's reinforce that rather than scolding them for not taking their shoes off at that other door or this or that mm -hmm. we can work with where they are right now mm -hmm. and still have what we want which is some order to that process so what i look for is what's going to make it easiest for you um I, we're going to put things that you use most often close by at hand and we're going to try to work to your habits but if we see there's something that is um, going to be a better match for you than what you've been doing, we'll go that direction or encourage you to go that direction. And then I bet you have some strategies to help people move systematically in those directions. Can you tell <laughs> us some more about that? Well, I think it involves a lot of buy-in. If you do not want those habits changed, they're not going to change. Mm -hmm. If we set it up, sometimes we'll come back and change it to a different way. If your habits are not changing comfortably again mm -hmm. this is not changing your life it's changing your space because you are who you are and um we want to make your home fit you mm -hmm. so the, yes there may be some changes that you have to stop for a moment and think but unless we make it very easy for you to accomplish that it's not going to happen so let's say that there is a person that says i i hear what you're saying beth and i appreciate uh, all of the values and the benefits of being organized and gosh you know i feel stuck or i feel overwhelmed or i just don't even know where to start so whether they would call you and hire you for that purpose um what is the general principle i mean can you talk to us about you know if if we don't even know where to begin what advice could you give well i always like to say start small because start everybody small. thinks Okay, I'm going to organize my bedroom. I'm going to organize my kitchen. They give themselves four hours and yeah. they make about 20 minutes and get distracted or get feel more, even more overwhelmed. Right. So the first thing is to know what that space is designed for. The dining room table is designed to dine on probably rather than be your office. Mm -hmm. So start by thinking about what your goal is for that space and then start working small, sorting through the things you have. Remove everything that doesn't meet that goal. Keep that goal in front of you, the purpose of that room, the purpose of that zone that you're in. Um, sort through, remove the things that don't match that purpose. Just set them aside in a box. Don't go to another room because you'll never get back to where you started. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and just remove those things. And then you see what you're left with. At that point, you can decide, are these important to keep in this space? And if so, how often do I use them? Where do I use them? And then um, design a home for those. Set aside a place that they can be. Give them each a place. But, you know, it can be overwhelming to look at the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Right. So for if sure. you just start with a drawer, yeah. just say this drawer is for silverware. Then what are my, you know, uh, plastic bags doing in here if it's just a <laughs> silverware drawer? 
Or this pencil, what's it doing in the silverware drawer? So just take a drawer. Maybe it's a shelf on your linen closet. This shelf is for towels. And so why are there, you know, pillowcases on it? Mm-hmm. Um, and just start that process slowly. Just one small space. And then reward yourself. Be encouraged and try again in the next day or the next week. I can imagine that that would be a major victory. Because if you haven't looked at that silverware drawer with that kind of question or that kind of objective before, mm-hmm. it's just all in there and, oh, well, maybe someday. But then uh, if you have an interest or a desire or see the value in being organized, then you, you follow that example or that, that mm-hmm. advice. And you say, okay, I'm just going to, if this is the silverware drawer, I'm going to take out everything that is not silverware. And then you look at it and you say, gosh, that's neat and orderly. I know where all of my silverware mm-hmm. is and, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't have to look anyplace else and I'm not going to find other. And I guess what I'm saying is uh, it seems to me that a lot of disorganization is a matter of uh, indecision or just not noticing these things and not taking the time. But once you do, you can look at that drawer. You probably pull it out a few times and say, ah, look what I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a nice-looking silverware drawer. <laughs> Start small. That's the key. That's right. Start small. So you um, mentioned something about what indecision. So what we call um, clutter is really postponed decisions. That's Barbara Hemphill, one of the main organizers, termed that many years ago. And clutter is postponed decisions. What a great I'll just put it right here for now. Yeah. And I'll think about where it goes later. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of that, just because I look at a lot of uh, thinking styles and how people process information and decisions, people who tend to be more analytical mm-hmm. will will see the value of keeping it and the value of getting rid of it or the value of this or that. And it's hard to make a decision mm-hmm. because the analytical part says, yeah, I could see it either way. But if you're black and white, if you're concrete and sequential, oh, that's out of here. That's right. You know, and then uh, once you read the, um, the magazine or the newspaper, it's so out in the garage Whereas in other places, it's, uh, you know, you got a stack of them going on here because, well, I, there's an article in here that I may want to may want to read sometime later. Mm-hmm. Or send to my friend where yeah. we have this conversation right. about it. Right. Something like that. So I think right. that what you need to do is to stop and think about each item. Not only how you use it, where you use it, but really how important is it to you versus the other things going on in your life. Is it better, we talked about maybe having people over, is it better to have your stack of magazines, you know, five stacks on the coffee table, or would you prefer to have someone over to your house? Um, Worked with a grandmother with these teacups, and she had them all over her house. They were beautiful, and I asked her what her goal was, and she said, well, I'd love to have my kids over, grandkids over to play, and it came down to, well, I can't because of these teacups. So what we did was to take a picture of each of the teacups and put them on frames on the wall. That freed up the space for those grandkids to come and enjoy her home. She wasn't totally disorganized, but her home was not meeting her needs. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we often try to do is just make those homes fit who you are and what your needs are. You know, what I'm hearing in this, Beth, is, is... you work with people. You're not, you're not really working with things. The things are there, and they're the subject of, a t- of, a, a, of action. But what you're really focusing in on is people and the way they operate and the way w- they would prefer to operate and what gets in their way of doing that. What, what a different way of looking at organization. 
It sounds like a conflict of values, really. So, and you've been saying this, Beth, what is your, you know, what's most important? Mm -hmm. And so this grandma, it was valuable to her to have her teacups, but it was also valuable to have her grandkids over, and those were competing. Mm -hmm. And you helped her find a different way to save those memories or those things Mm -hmm. in a way that wouldn't uh, prevent the grandkids from coming over and, and enjoying time with grandma. And that, that brings up something else that we had talked about a little bit off the air, and that is, let's talk about grandma and grandpa, about their house when uh, the grandkids come over. You know, what's the right kind of attitude? But also when grandpa and grandma go to the kids' house and the grandkids are there, whole different sense of order, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But can you help us? Uh, I think because our listeners are in this 50-plus, and, and many of them are grandparents, mm-hmm. what is the right kind of um, attitude or behavior to have when the grandkids are coming over? Give us some help with that. So if you want your grandkids to come over and you want them to feel comfortable, it's to make the home so that they don't have to watch every step. Mm. They don't have to be careful what they do. Does that mean they can run around your house crazy? No. There are areas they don't have to go to. But if they're going to be in your home, you need to make it comfortable in at least an area for them. So a question to our listeners. Do you have your grandkids coming over? We got some more from Beth with Northwest Organizing Solutions right after the break. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Property values are on the rise, higher than they've been in years. It's time to take the equity in your home and do something different. 24-7 Properties will provide you with custom personal care to get the maximum value out of your home. Jeff Edmondson of 24-7 Properties is a licensed general contractor as well as a real estate agent, giving you the expertise on how to effectively get your home ready to sell at the highest price. Visit Jeff online at 247prop.com. 
I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, And we're back. We want to mention again how much we appreciate our sponsors and our partners. What's the difference between a partner and a sponsor? Well, partners are those who really help us um, to create these shows and to have places for our meetings and our conferences. They make all kinds of uh, contributions to our uh, development of our show. And the sponsors are the ones that actually pay the expense. Uh, It costs money to be a sponsor, and it helps us to buy the radio time and to pay the staff and to do all that other kind of thing. And in exchange, they get mentioned on the air, either through their radio spots and they're on our website, and then they also uh, can do uh, displays and exhibits and presentations at our public gatherings, and we'll be mentioning those more as time goes on. But we certainly want to mention our sponsors and partners, starting with Dignity Memorial, and we're going to read the list. Right. We also have Golden Placement Services. And 24-7 Properties. Dan the Mortgage Man and First Priority Financial. And our new uh, sponsor, Dream Trips. 180 Cash Flow Strategies. And the guy that, uh, or the team that's put together our website, Northwest Web Creation Company. And one of our newer sponsors, Legal Shield and ID Shield. Yeah, those are our sponsors, and uh, that list is growing. And if you have an interest in uh, learning about how to be a sponsor or someone else that you would like to recommend, then we want to hear from you because uh, we're always looking for more sponsors. And then our partners, starting with uh, Warner Pacific College. And Multnomah University. And this radio station, KKPZ. The Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest. And Serving Our Neighbors. All of these partners have really helped us uh, put this whole plan together and helps us all the time. Uh, really make this the best it can be. So thank you and God bless you to all of our sponsors and partners. Let's get back in uh, to the last segment here and to our subject with uh, Beth Giles, Northwest Organizing Solutions. And we're talking about um, uh, where do I start? But then we were talking about uh, grandpa and grandma when the kids come over. And let's kind of finish up on that subject because I would imagine a lot of our listeners are kind of in that in that realm, <clears throat> either they've got it all figured out and they're doing everything fine, or they're, they're might th- thinking, I hope Beth can have a good suggestion for us because when the grandkids come over, I get nervous because of the stuff that, you know, I don't want it to get broken and, uh, you know, all those things. So help us out on that. Well, our homes, again, are designed to meet our needs, and we set them up so that we enjoy them. But when you're having others in, you want it to be a comfortable place for them as well. And if their kids having a lot of breakables around or not having freedom to move, it's difficult and it's not going to be as enjoyable for those grandkids. So you want to make sure that it, um, your space is comfortable for them. It's set up so it functions well for them, whether you have just a corner with some toys in it or you've just cleared the breakables out of that particular room so they can be a little more rambunctious than you would be in that room. Whatever it is, it's just thinking of what's important to you. If your, valu- your breakables are not that valuable and you're okay with them breaking it, you might mention that to the kids, but Again, you have to be very truthful with them. 
if it is going to be a problem, remove it from that room, put it in another room that they're not going to be playing in. Um, that doesn't mean it has to leave your home. It just means you can still enjoy your home with the things you want in it, but you need to make space for them. And we were talking before about the kids are going to grow up, and when they're 12 and 15 and 20 and 25, they're going to have memories and recollections of going to Grandma's house. And if they can think, gosh, it was so much fun going to Grandma's. And, uh, you know, we goofed off a little bit, but we had fun and we had a good time. Rather than, oh, Grandma, she was always so grouchy because, you know, we just, you know, step out of line a little bit and she gets nervous and she barks at us. And But those memories are going to live. Right? right? Yeah, they're going to be a long, long time. Right. And, you know, it just brings us back, Beth, to what to me has been the foundational issue in this conversation today. And that is, it's about people and not about things and our relationships with each other. Mm-hmm. And how do we work around each other's habits when they don't match up with ours? Right. So we all have different things in our homes because we are different. And how much value we put on them differs as well. They are things. They are only things. Mm -hmm. You have people in your lives that are affected by the things you have in your homes, Mm -hmm. in your lives, the things you do with your time. That's another area of organization is how do you manage your time? Do you fit people into that? Mm -hmm. Um, Who's important to you? And so I think making our lives, our homes, our space, it doesn't have to be your entire house. It can be just a space enjoyed by others, someplace where you feel that you can open it, you can share those relationships. Your things don't come between you and people. That's beautiful. Well, that's a great value. And I think uh, maybe everybody can think about what it is that's important. I imagine that some people might tend to the more organized side, and I like the way that you put the word only in front of things. They're mm-hmm. only things, but they are things. So, And if some are tending more toward the organized side, maybe they can find out how to relax a little bit or how mm-hmm. to create an environment that is enjoyable and, and nurturing and warm and homey. But then there are those who maybe are a little more on the uh, disorganized side, And if they're kind of self-conscious about that, maybe they can learn Mm -hmm. some habits or some ways to prepare or to have a home where they would feel comfortable having guests or other family members or people from church or whatever else to to find that value because it's about relationships. It's Mm -hmm. about people. It's about sharing time together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think you're right. It can go the other direction. It can be so well organized that it's almost sterile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people are not comfortable in it. Right. So this is the place you're supposed to live and enjoy. It's not a museum. It's not, you know, precious things all around. It's a place to live. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's for you and for the people you love. Good words. I think we want to uh, end with hearing some practical tips. And I know you could probably go all day on that. (laughs) But in general, what could you say to our audience that's uh, saying, well, give me a couple of things that I could uh, that I could hear, that I could do, that I could start, a place that I could go. What are a few practical tips in terms of organizing? So the first one that we already talked about is start small. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to hit the wall just to start with. You're going to just get overwhelmed. Um, take time to think through the purpose of what that space is for. Whether it's a drawer, a closet, a room. Maybe your garage has five purposes. You've got a gardening mm. corner. You've got a automotive corner. You've got a... 
uh, athletic type things uh, corner. So think through what's going to be in that space. Delete the things that you don't need. Uh, make sure they go someplace that you're passionate about. They don't just have to go away. Get them to somebody who would love them just as much as you and value them and use them. And there are many places. I have a list on my website for that. Um, just think about those things. There are so many things that um, you could do. Um, think about the size of the things you have. Maybe there's another way of keeping something or you don't need it because you have something that could substitute for it. Double-use things. I downsized, and instead of my wok, I knew I had a frying pan. I didn't need that wok. That wok was going to take up precious space mm -hmm. in my home. Mm. So I used my frying pan. It works perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, so there are things that we have. We have so many things in this world. Everything is very specific. But if we look at the broader picture, maybe we don't need all those specific things. And there are, we can get back to basics on some. Yeah, if you're a kitchen person, you can clutter that whole place up with gadgets and tools and small little appliance things and um, things that plug in and things that work by hand. And, I mean, you can get carried away with that, right? But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aren't they usually kitchen commercials? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, order now and it, well, it will send you two. <laughs> oh, I need, I need two of those gadgets and gizmos and so forth. And I also okay. noticed, Beth, on your website that you have a couple of guides Mm -hmm. One is a save it or shred it guide. Right. Really practical. That's for paper. We're often yeah. drowning in paper. They said this wire, this uh, paperless stuff would save us yeah. all this mess. It's making it worse because we yeah. print everything out. <laughs> right. And so then right. we have even more paper um, coming into our homes. So that helps you know what you should save and what you can get rid of. Um, yeah. That's a great guide. I have the resource guide for donating and recycling. Now, that's only a few things. There are hundreds of places around here that would be more than um, a better match for some of the things you have. But yeah. find one that you're passionate about, one that you trust and you know that they could really use it because then it makes letting go better. I also have newsletters on there. Once a month, I do a newsletter about... Uh, organizing topic or a downsizing topic. So those are on there as well, blogs. Yeah, just that. ongoing uh, yes. source of education. And that is northwestorganizingsolutions.com, yeah. right? Okay. And as you can imagine, Beth's website is very organized. It is. It's easy to navigate, right. Right. and the, the resources are very helpful. Right. Yeah, it just uh, typifies uh, what Beth does with uh, with her time professionally. She yeah. organizes her website, and she helps other people to get organized in their space, whether it's home or office. And um, we just want to encourage if you if you didn't get the web address or anything, or want to get in touch with Beth, uh, go to our website and fill out a contact form and submit that. We'll make sure you get connected. Otherwise, it is Northwest Organizing Solutions. Dot com. Beth, it's been great to have you in studio today on Second Half Now. And I wonder if you could answer the question. The question is, being organized, what's the big deal? <laughs> oh, I think we addressed that already, <laughs> but it is a big deal. In a it affects all areas of our life. Thank you. And the most important, I think, is it re affects how we relate to others. Yeah, They absolutely. are things affect how we work with people that's uh, that's the bottom line 
And I, I appreciate that because that's if you if you hear nothing else today, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't know how to open that drawer and get it organized, or go into that corner of the closet or the garage and get organized, just hear this: that your level of organization and your relationship with stuff has a lot to do with your relationships with people, family, and others, and that's that's really important. Denise, anything to close? It's just been so great talking with you today, Beth, and I think that is the takeaway that I would also underline, and I really appreciate knowing that that is what your emphasis is, such a practical field to be in, yet what the emphasis is is helping people have good relationships with each other. I think that's fantastic. It is. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, and I I'm blessed to be able to be in this profession. I can tell you like it. I do. I it's love it. It's <laughs> important to you. I mean, you're bringing, you're helping people put everything into the kind of the right perspective and the right sense of relationships and value, and that benefits them. It does. I yeah. can't tell you how many hugs I get from oh, people I as I walk out the door. Just they feel their life has been lightened yeah. because mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. And there's more. Can you come back another time and... Uh, help us with this subject of organization? I'd be more than happy to. Great. Thank you very much. NorthwestOrganizingSolutions.com with Beth Giles. That is our program for today. We encourage you to tune in on the radio every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. That's our on-air portion. Then, of course, we do part two, which is where a lot of the good stuff is, and we dig deeper and have more there. So that, of course, is available 24-7. And if you would like a free CD of this show, call the radio station at 503-242-1950. And go to our website and check it out and give us some feedback. Thank you for listening. And together we are building a valuable resource for all of us, all of us boomers. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that honors Him and blesses others. Let's meet again right here on the website or live next Monday, 5.30, and Saturday at 8 a.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.